Hey, put the cartel on! Welcome to our podcast, Timothy Put the Kettle On. I'm Sarah Cattell and this is Timothy R. Andrews. Hello! Timothy Put the Kettle On is a podcast looking at issues within hospitality, solutions and inspirational stories within the sector. The podcast is shared on all major platforms, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, YouTube and will soon be available on Audible. Episode 5, Changing Attitudes Towards Mental Health in Hospitality. This is the second part of a three-part mini-series concentrating on mental health within the hospitality industry. We're all delighted to welcome Susan Granfield, Mindset Coach from SusanGranfield.com and Dan Granfield, Hospitality Consultant from BlueCragsConsulting.com. So I am a mindset coach, which I've been doing for about 15 years or so. Prior to that, I worked in the hospitality industry. I am a hospitality consultant, uh, presently doing life coaching, career coaching, recruitment and project management. Our industry obviously has reputation for um for mental health issues um you know obviously from addictions right through to depression and stress those things are changing you know i've seen them changing since i've been working in the industry do you think now there will be an even bigger push to address some of those issues for me actually the the this situation over the last few months in a lot of ways has shone a light on things that were already a problem but also things that were already starting to change and I think the attitudes around mental health were already changing and it's like it's almost accelerated the need for that now. I don't think employers can avoid it, I, I just don't think you can do that now so I really think there will be a, a big a big push. People are more willing to speak out about it as well. I just think the way that we are interacting with people now and, and just you know, there's no way that we can go back to how things were in March of this year. We're looking at a new landscape and actually we've got a great opportunity to create a better landscape. We can actually choose to make things better. I think more people are willing to make that change. Hospitality has to disconnect its relationship with the stiff upper lip and um, things like calling in sick when you're really not well being frowned upon. Uh, those things that have, you know, even till recently, I would go to work not fit for work yeah, because of the culture of you don't call in sick, you don't let the team down. Well, you're letting the team down by going in not well, aren't you? Mm. And something like COVID-19 uh, as a disease is, is really not something you should be going to work with. We shouldn't be going to work yeah. with influenza either. You know. And we have got, well, that's the culture I've experienced in the last 25 years is if people call in sick more often, once or twice, then they're quite often tarred with a, you know, with a label or, a, you know, you can't, mm. you can't rely on them, you can't this, you know, uh, well, have we actually investigated why they're calling in sick and we sat down and had a conversation with them. Mm. Do they actually enjoy working here? Do they actually enjoy working in hospitality? Mm. Are we providing the right environment for them? The tools they have to do the job, do they work properly? All those things that can cause people uh, mental, mental, mental health problems but also the need to call in sick because they just can't stand going to work yeah. um, as well as illness. And I think that's one of the most important things that it's changing slowly, but still has got some big steps to get there. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a really important point, actually. 
do you enjoy your job? You've all been forced to take three months off and it's like, oh, we go back to work. I can't stand this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think that has happened. I think, you know, that the, the pause and the effect it's had on people. And I think for some people, they've realised actually their, their, their work is really important to them. And those little niggly things actually not such a big deal anymore. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are realising how important it is to get out. And my experience with hospitality is for, for a lot of people, it is a vocation. It's almost a calling where they get their energy from. So, um, yeah, so uh, I think people, you know, uh, do want to get back to work, um, but they've got that concern of actually what environment I go, am I going back to? I think the spotlight will be on employers right now over the next few months. You're already seeing quite quickly um, in the media reports of employers that are not treating their staff correctly. I think this is actually a good thing um, because it means that we now need to raise our game in the hospitality industry. Mm. Now, mm. If we're not going to do it now, when are we going to do it? Absolutely. The stereotype of hospitality is, you know, long hours, not great working conditions, um, you know, a, a, a boss that shouts at you, low pay, you know, all of these things there's an opportunity to change now and as you say Tim if this situation hasn't given us the impetus then then what will so um I think there'll be some employers that really come out on top that people become the employer of choice and and it's the forward thinking um organizations that go we've got an opportunity to get the real you know the best in our industry to come and work for us they they'll get that absolutely and it it will then shine a light on the ones that that aren't um interesting to see what what happens to them but it's going to be a a very competitive marketplace i would imagine for a good while to come you know actually getting customers to come in and choose you over you know someone else so having great people working for you is going to be a way to, to get customers in as well, I would think. But I think that also ties into the presentation of how you're dealing with the COVID situation. As a customer, when I go into a restaurant or a bar or a pub, I look for what they're doing. I look, I can't help myself. It's like, have they got the directions so that we know which way to go in? Have they got somebody meeting and greeting? Are they recording your information? Are there sanitation stations? For me, where that was all hidden, that now has to be at the front because that tells me something about the organisation. That tells me they care, that, that they've given some thought and that they're likely also to be looking after their staff because yeah. their staff are all over it. Uh -huh. You know, I mean, somebody who's doing it well for, is Deschutes. They're doing really well at the moment. I mean, they're packed out in London continuously. Uh -huh. and they have a very clear system. You have to book. It's all very regulated. The staff couldn't wait to get back when you speak to them. They're all delighted. Pubs I went to, Charles Dickens in St. Catherine's Dock, London. Everything was so well done. They gave you the rules before you arrived, asked you if you agreed, and then took you to your table. Mm -hmm. Those sort of things you want to go back to. Whereas I've been to another pub, you're not sure which way you're supposed to go. You kind of, the table was dirty when I arrived. I'm not, I'm not never going to go back. Mm. So I think that's also where we need to turn things on its head a little bit, where we might have hidden it before. This is part of the show. Let's make yeah. it part of the experience. It mm. kind of normalises it then. Yeah. I think if it's normal, then that's a standard by which we, we're judged. Of course, actually, Sarah and I have talked about this on a previous podcast. Hospitality businesses, most of them are very, very clean businesses. 
there's a reason why they've got hygiene ratings. You know, yeah. this COVID thing is just an extra little step that we have to take. It's not like suddenly we've got to change every cleaning procedure that we've ever known. It's not. It's an extra bit. So why don't we show how much we care by doing things properly? Invisibly. Doing that then helps to ease the discomfort and the pressure on employees. So you're doing it for your customers, yes. But actually by doing that, then, you know, if I'm, if I'm a, um, you know, a, an employee and I walk into the organisation and it's really clear what customers do and it's really clear what I do, and then I can immediately relax a little bit. And that's, that's the thing, you know, this whole situation has, we, we've all been on alert. We've all had our threat system raised and it's not gone down for quite a long time. And actually for some people, when it started to go down, you know, actually when we got used to lockdown, it's raised again because we're now in this strange transition period. So the more that people, I think you're right, Tim, that the clarity of what's expected, how we do things, just makes it easier for everyone um, and means everyone can just relax a bit more. If we, if we think about hospitality and how it's been for thousands of years, is welcoming people, looking after them, making sure they're comfortable. So those are the foundations of it. And explaining what it is that you do at the same time. So the best hospitality business in the world, whether it's a Michelin-starred restaurant, a five-star hotel, or you know, welcome you in explain to you exactly what's going to happen or what might happen depending on what you choose all we're doing is that with some additional information so if you've got a business that's already great at hospitality surely the transition is going to be smooth if you don't find this a smooth transition or you're not unable to do this then perhaps the basis of the hospitality of the organization should be looked at as well i remember when i worked for a private members club we basically were told to think of it like you're welcoming somebody into your own home. And that's always stayed with me. Mm. Did they have to take the shoes off of the porch as well? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't coming to mine. I'd be like, get your own drink. Yeah. <laughs> and so Dan, from a managerial point of view, if, um, if say a manager saw that one of their staff was struggling, where can they turn to? What help can they get either for the member of staff or even for themselves? Where can they go? These, most, um, orga most large organisations will have some form of helpline for confidential conversations, you know. But of course, the manager, first of all, if they're aware of something um, and they are adept at they have a good relationship with that member of staff, which they should do. They should be able to have a conversation with them, sit them down and find out how they're feeling. If they're slightly concerned about that, they may be aware of an, another member of staff that that person is close to. And just as, you know, a casual inquiry as to is such and such okay? Um, you know, things like that, uh, being aware. Also, if you, if you go back to the, in hotels, you, you have health and safety committees. Know, where you talk about the environment, you talk about cleanliness, you talk about issues and things like that as well. And mental health should come into the agenda on those. And a proper strategy should be put in place to help those that are encountering stress and well-being should form part of the company's structure. It shouldn't be an added extra that we're just having a policy in a folder. It should be living and breathing. There are charities as well, um, Hospitality Action, um, is, is very good and has helped members of staff that I've known in the past 
kind of pastorally and financially as well, I believe. So there are some good good charities out there. A lot of big companies will have those helplines, like an internal Samaritans. But I think it's better if you can create an environment where it's okay to not be okay mm. and a member of staff will happily or in in Convicum for a start be assured of confidentiality will be happy to come and speak to whoever it might be about that and it doesn't get banded around and people don't know about it and from personal experience one of the most important things is when everyone does know that someone's off with uh, an issue with uh, mental health the return to work needs to be managed very carefully and you need to ensure that everyone's attitude towards that member of staff is is good there's not some suspicion that they're just having you know and that yeah that has to be done very diplomatically and very carefully but managing the return can be make or break for that individual about whether they continue to work for that organization or in our industry and we've got to have each other's back haven't we at the moment as well i think more than ever uh, when we turn up to work we've really just got to be a little bit more aware of everyone else around us thank you both very much for joining us thank you um, thank you thank you, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. bye 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 so if you are struggling with your mental health right now and you do need some help you can contact samaritans you can call them free on 116 123 you can also call Hospitality Action on 0808 802 0282 and the website is hospitalityaction.org.uk. Remember, you are not alone. Thank you for listening. Please share, subscribe and like. We look forward to you joining us in the next episode of Timothy, Put the Cattell On, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play and YouTube. Put the cartel on! You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail, we all will, but we're not gonna let that be the end. See that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.